Welcome back to A Play on Nerds. This is episode 66. We are finally back. I am one of your hosts, Jarman. And I'm the other host, Steve. And we are so excited to be back after, what, like a six, seven, eight week hiatus? Something like that? Yeah, like like two months. It's ridiculous. Holy Toledo. And Boy, Steven, do we have some catching up to do. Why on earth have we been gone for so long? What happened? Uh, we've, we've been gone for so long because uh, the much toted about uh, child I was having, quote, unquote, uh, <laughs> quote unquote actually occurred and now i am quote unquote a father you are with child i am with child that's accurate <laughs> boy am i with child do we want to share uh, the child's name uh yeah joyce little joyce paula bauman oh born on uh september 10th at 5 13 p.m it's a pretty nice time of day at a small six pounds even she's a petite little lady she is and someone commented how like tall she looks she's she so, is quite tall. <laughs> uh, for but just like most Baumans, she's all torso, like no <laughs> legs, all torso. Also, I will attest to this: she looks like an alien. She right now all babies for the first month. <laughs> it's true. Look like aliens. She's, she's just now starting to look like an actual baby. She's gonna just be in the last four or five days. Oh wow! More more pictures, man. Yeah, of course. Keep them coming. Um, but yeah, we went to the hospital and that happened. So how have Holy you adjusted crap. to father life? What's the biggest um, thing you didn't expect? Well, so everyone talks about how little sleep you're going to get, and it's kind of accurate for the first, really for the first week. It's not as bad as people, it, mind you, we have a very, I admit we have a very easy baby. So far. She's very content. She sleeps well. She eats well. Um, in, in the entire ten, the three months she's been alive, she's probably spent less than a total of three hours crying. Wow. We got very fortunate, so it's hard for me to make this blanket statement that it gets better quickly. Um, but for the first week, you're really on a 24-hour schedule. Wow. Like you're around the clock. You lose track of time and what day it is and when you showered last. <laughs> like <laughs> You really lose track of that. But then once you, once you get used to the baby and you get used to the schedule and the flow, it sort of nothing, it gets easier. It really does. Now, do both you and the wife have time off of work for this? Yes. Um, Anna left her job because it wasn't the kind of job that you go back to. She was working with a bunch of high schoolers at like a kid's party place. That's right. And she said, should I go back? And I said, no, that's <laughs> not the kind of job you go back to. Right. That's not where she wants to be anyways. So yeah, she was off work for the last basically month and a half in her pregnancy. I wanted her to take it easy and really concentrate on nesting and getting everything ready. Uh, and I work for a very nice company that gives um, six weeks of paternity leave. That's awesome. I took five weeks up front. I actually go back on Monday, this coming Monday. Oh, wow. Um, so I guess after the, this episode is released, I'll be back at work. And then I have another week to use at some time in the next year. Oh, good. You can save it. 
Yeah, exactly. And I can split it up a little bit, so that's nice. That's even better. Um, so I've been really just enjoying raising my kid and watching her do her first things and <laughs> helping my wife when I can, understanding that most of the time the kid just wants the boob. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But there are times as a father that like you you feel helpless because it's just not something you can do. Right. There are plenty of other things you can help with. Dishes and vacuuming, making bottles and cleaning bottles and cleaning pinky. Like there's plenty of stuff for you to do, but there are times where it's like I can't I can't help here. Well, can't you get like a one of those fake boobs that like makes the kid think you're the mom? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's gonna, that's gonna that's some creepy kind of psychological scarring kind of shit that's going true. on. Right there. I don't know if you want to do that. No, it's weird. <laughs> Well, my, my stepbrother, when he had his first kid, they were like super, super overprotective of the baby and like terrified. And my parents were laughing at them. Like if they have a second one, they'll figure out they don't need to be that careful. And how are you guys acting? Oh, we've really, we've been very, like, we really want her to get used to going in the car and we want her to be used to being held by lots of different people. Mm. So while we're not taking her to our theme park or anything, you know, we did a trip down to Santa Cruz, down to the pier. Hmm. With her, we did a trip down to the Monterey Bay Aquarium with her when my parents were in town. Like we we want her to be used to go. We don't want her to be one of these babies that the first time you take her out, it's like a culture shock, right? Or she sees other kids, she's terrified or something, or or new smells, any of that kind of stuff. I mean, the whole theme park thing I've been against for a long time. It's like unless your kid's like five or older, you're just going for you, and you're just making it a worse trip for yourself. Absolutely. <laughs> But like then your trip sucks anyways because you take care of the baby the whole time. So why'd you even go in the first place? Well, that's the thing. We are going to go to Disney, I think, in the f- in the spring. Um, but that's because Anna's mom is going to go down with us. And the kid will be at an age where we can leave her with the mom for a few hours. And oh. go do the park. You going to Disneyland? Disneyland. Yes. Oh, okay. It would be my first time. Gotcha. I went there once. It's, it's like everything in Disney World, but just squished. Yeah, just pushed together. Because there's none of space. <laughs> but yeah, so the, yeah, we're parents. That happened. It's awesome. absolutely nuts. Now, do you plan to have another one? Not soon, but probably yes. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I, I want I want one boy, one girl. We have the girl, so now I just need a boy, and then we can call it quits. There you go. So like some people, I figure they have a kid, and they'd be like, no, never again. <laughs> you know, you, you want to wait until one's potty trained, so you're not changing two diapers. You want to wait until one's on solid food, so you're not trying to breastfeed two kids. You know, those sort of things. Well, some people like the whole rapid succession, get it over with quickly, you know? My, we're going to go, I think our, our plan is not to wait too long, but we're not going to be those like those people that we say, oh, yeah, it's pregnant. And people go again. <laughs> uh, we don't want that to be the reaction. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Well, them say, oh, it is about time for that. That's Oh, well, good for you. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I finally have a kid, they'd be like, oh, you finally had a kid. <laughs> Everyone I know already has children is married twice. That's right. Uh, well, you just don't have any kids you know of. That I know of. That's right. Let's hope it stays that way. But uh, anyways. So since last time we talked to you, you went to Dragon Con. How was that? I did. And unfortunately, I didn't get to go with our buddy Patrick, who I've gone with the past four mm-hmm. or five years of Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had to work and he couldn't get out of it. And he already had his ticket and everything, too. And he's been on former podcasts. He's been on he did the Twitch channel for a long time. Uh, but yeah, I had fun. Uh, I think too crazy. It wasn't one of the more memorable years, but, uh, I, cause I didn't drink like crazy. I didn't party crazy. I actually went to bed fairly early. A lot of the nights you're getting old, man. Uh, once I hit 30, I'm just like, I don't want to go to the rave until five in the morning. I want to go to sleep and go to panels in the morning. So 
That was fun. Um, gosh, it was so long ago. I can't remember all that I did, but I saw, right. I saw panels. It was forever ago. Uh, Jim Henson was there, but I didn't get a chance to see him, unfortunately. Um, oh, you mean um, Brian? Oh, Brian Henson. Yeah. Jim Henson's dead body was <laughs> not Henson. there. What the fuck? <laughs> really? <sighs> Zombie Henson. It was great. Uh, but yeah, they had a big labyrinth thing. They because... out his body like a puppet and make <laughs> him talk and shit. <laughs> Put his hands on sticks. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> He was pretty uh, degraded by then, but, you know, that got dark quick. All right. (laughs) Like dark crystal. Uh, But yeah, I did take a picture of one of the dark crystal people for for Steven. So that was good. Oh, yeah, that's right. A lot of cosplaying and everything. Uh, But there's 50th anniversary of Labyrinth. So there's a giant Labyrinth uh, display. Uh, But just, yeah, lots of people, lots of costumes. But uh, hopefully next year we'll be prepared and in a better place to maybe take some more video and pictures for the Play on Nerds website. All that jazz. That's right. But uh, yeah. Or maybe next year you can come out for, uh, what is it, the uh, Silicon Valley Comic Con. Oh, there's one of those? They just, I think this year was the, the inaugural year. It's been, it's been uh, produced by Steve Wozniak. Oh, wow. That's cool. Uh, and he's really the big pusher for it. But it's, in San, it's in, in San Jose. Nice. Right by where you live. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is there's so many conventions now that um, it was kind of a letdown this year. There was so much fewer celebrities than there normally is at Dragon Con oh. because there's just so many competing conventions the same weekend that they're like trying yeah, to pull I mean, New York Comic Con was what just this past weekend San Diego mm-hmm. was just a few weekends before that there was a giant fan expo thing in Canada that was taking the same weekend as uh, Dragon Con so it was taking a lot of people and so they could stay for one day and they were gone but uh, uh Charlie Cox was there who plays Daredevil so that was pretty cool got to watch cool. him uh we had uh, people from the 100 which is a show I've gotten into recently which is pretty cool and uh, yeah, lots of people. Uh, Shatner was there for a day, but I didn't see him because I'd seen him in years past. And he <laughs> usually has the same stuff he says or he rambles on about the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it tells the same story. Yeah, but I had no costume, nothing like that, nothing exciting. So but it Any, was what time. was the coolest costume you saw? Uh, coolest costume. Well, uh, my roommate for the past couple of years or not roommate, but uh, we always go to Dragon Con together as well. His name is Joel. He's a guy in Atlanta. He went as BoJack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you watch that show at all, but uh, I, I do. Yes. He had a rubber mask and he's like, OK, let's do this. We like had a couple of drinks. We we're ready to go and like party the rest of the night. He puts the mask on for two seconds. He's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> Just yeah, he should have thought about that. Within 10 seconds, his head was covered in sweat and it was just horrible. And he's uh, about six foot four. So he is a big dude already imposing wearing a horse head. He was kind of terrifying. But uh, <laughs> yeah, and there's also a Michael Myers guy who dresses up like Michael Myers from um uh, Halloween, who's there every year, never says a word and just stalks around the convention late at night, like creeping people out. <laughs> so that he was knows what he's doing. And there was a, a good Power Rangers set that was there. They had like the legit costumes from the, oh, the cool. TV show. So that was cool. Which we'll be talking about later on the show during our trailer reviews. We'll be talking That's about right. the new Power Rangers. Were you much of a Power Rangers watcher as a kid? Oh, yeah. The first season. I think, yeah. I, think and I, I remember dragging my dad to take me to the movie. Oh, gosh. The theaters. There was a movie? There have been two two screen releases, both of which I saw. Wow, I don't remember that at all. That's right. Power Rangers, I think it was just called Power Rangers the movie, and then Power Rangers Turbo <laughs> was the second one. They're so fast now. That's right. They actually just, all their Zords stopped being animals were just different cars. <laughs> it was really disappointing. Every episode was the same. You go from one of them driving like a saber-toothed tiger to driving a Humvee, it just doesn't equate right. It no. doesn't add up. It's like trying to do Transformers at the same time.
So I read in our messages before this that you have five pro tips for new parents. That's right. So five things that we wish someone had told us. And there are lists like this everywhere. And I feel like only one or two of these things are actually on those lists that we read. Mm. There are tons and tons of top 10 things to get, top 10 things to expect. Uh, but here, here are the Very five cool. that I've got from, from my five extensive weeks of experience. <laughs> Uh, so the first one is paper plates. <laughs> the last thing you want to do is dishes. It makes sense. Um, so just get some paper plates. I know you're you're <laughs> you're you're earth conscious and you don't want to get over it. Uh, don't do dishes for the first couple of weeks. Just get too. paper plates, throw them away, do your silverware, and be done. You are gonna be. We we did plastic cups. So, you know, we didn't do like plastic utensils, right. but really the plates just save. A lot of time. A lot of time. And time is the one thing you need oh, the first yes. couple of weeks. Um, disinfectant wipes, just like Clorox wipes, you're going to want to clean things off. The kid's going to spit up and, and touch things and put its hands, mouth, and touch your face. Uh, just and just don't a use quick the wipes wipe on the baby's will face. make you feel better about being a human being. <laughs> yes. Ah! That's right. Not on the baby's face or eyes. Mm. Um. Uh, this one is for the ladies. <laughs> wow, that sounded weird. Uh, they're called pad sickles. They're not something that we that we knew about before our um, before our midwife told us about them. Mm-hmm. But you take just like women's pads that they would wear during their period, and you soak them in witch hazel, and then you freeze them. And then, so this is something else they don't oh, really tell you. I can only imagine. Uh, women come home bad. from the hospital torn um, up. The point where the first week Anna really couldn't do a lot for herself. Ouch. And this is and that's most women. Um, whether no matter how you go natural, whatever, uh, it just tears you up. A little uh, like a football just came out of you. Oh. A big football just came out of you. You're gonna be torn up. Um, so to help the healing process, they recommend these pads, and Anna really swears by them. Yeah, and witch hazel is basically kind of like an antiseptic or kind of thing you can use on your face. Yeah, antiseptic, um, antifungal. Um, it's got a nice cooling sensation to it. And yeah. then when you freeze it, it feels that much better. Even I think sea breeze is very similar. If you've seen that in yeah. stores, yeah. Um, so yeah, pad sickles. Not something we knew about. Hmm. Uh, one-handed foods. <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but don't make or or consume a lot of two-handed foods because you're always going to have one hand on the baby, or you're going to need to hand your wife a sandwich that she can eat with one hand. Um, but a steak that you have to cut not not your best option. So uh, corn dogs and shakes maybe. A big bowl of spaghetti that you need a second utensil to gather things up with, not your best option. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but yeah, one-handed foods. I uh, can't stress it enough. And then also a sleep mask. Mm. So during the first two weeks, you take sleep whenever you can get it. And a lot of the time that's during the day, it feels really counterintuitive to try to sleep. Like, like oh, it's 3.35 p.m. I should try to lay down for two or three hours. Uh, but you just get a sleep mask, black everything out, black out the world for just that time. You're going to need it. That makes a lot of sense because when it's 2 a.m. and the baby is up, you're up too. man. Yes. So those are my five paper plates, disinfectant whites, pad sickles, one handed foods and sleep mask. It's the small, simple things they probably wouldn't mention in most places. Right. And it's stuff that I didn't read on a lot of, you know, the forums and the lists that do exist. Now, is there one particular book, forum, or place that you've liked the most in, to prep No. You? So, you see, here's the problem, is that a lot of the baby stuff online isn't super legit. 
Let me put it that way. Okay. Uh, in that, like, most of the medical stuff or looking up whether, you know, can I take this medication now that I've had a baby? Can I take this medication now that I'm breastfeeding? Most of that stuff is really inaccurate, primarily because no one is going to do an experiment that could possibly hurt a baby. Oh, gosh. So all of these are mothers said they took this during pregnancy and the kid ended up having asthma. We didn't, you know, this many women have said that happened, but we haven't done a study because we're not going to put a kid in danger to confirm this study. Um, So a lot of it is hearsay. A lot of it is like forum posts of women swearing by things. Um, So it's really tough to find what what really feels like accurate information because the studies just haven't been done. I can't even, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because they're never going to endanger the life of a child to prove something does something. Right, or something similar about how I'm allergic to... THC or something in marijuana, I, I have horrible reactions. Right. I go into anaphylactic shock and everyone's like, I've never heard of that before. That's crazy. Or that's not true. And just recently, more and more people are coming out and saying that because it's becoming legal in more and more places. And right. can, more people are being exposed and they can finally test it legally and easily at doctor's offices or they can tell right. their doctor they had allergic reaction because it's not illegal to say so. So it's like you're, you're right, though. It's like so we couldn't test that for legal reasons. But now they just, but also with yours, they don't want to kill babies. So that makes a lot of sense. Right. So, yeah, there's so, yes, there's, I typically go to four or five like baby center and uh, what to expect dot com and a few ones that typically have good information. But a lot of times the information is this is what we think, but we have no idea. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, it's really weird. We got to find a way to test stuff like that. Like That's the whole right. alcohol thing. They've gone back and forth on how much alcohol women can consume. When having been pregnant, obviously you can't have too much because you have fetal alcohol syndrome, but the same thing with caffeine, right? My wife's inhaler. Oh yeah. That she, that she used through the pregnancy. They're like, well, in a, a study of 11 out of 13, I'm saying, so the, the base is already 13. Our kids end up with cleft palates Oh gosh. when their mother used it, but it was only, you know, it was 11 out of 13 and that was just reports and there was other things, but there's no way to, to tell. Yeah. And that's for it's her. Just asthma or of data. Yeah. Mm. Well, damn, your baby looks beautiful. She does. No cleft palate. Yeah. Nothing happened. But Operation Smile, great organization. Check it out, people. What? Huh? <laughs> Operation Smile. It's for uh, kids with cleft palates around the, the, the world. They go oh, and fix them. Oh, cool. That's cool. Yeah, do that thing. Yeah. Jarman just said. <laughs> I accidentally said the, um, I was at a f- photo shoot for like uh, doing uh, headshots and the, uh, the guy was uh, running a promotion for people to donate to operation smile and he was mm-hmm. trying to describe to me what it was so i didn't know at the time and i said oh it's for people with like that hair lip right and he said because apparently his son had a cleft palate or something and i didn't know that hair lip was a uh, derogatory term like a slur yeah, yeah i had no idea and he just gives me a look he's like i'm gonna let that go because you probably don't know but that's a bad term for that i'm like oh i'm so sorry and i had to go yeah. through the rest of the photo shoot looking really uncomfortable and it's like calling little people midgets. Yeah, these things. Like it was appropriate at some point, but now it's like, nah. Yeah, back in the day, like during Wizard of Oz, you could say that, but not anymore. Ah, the 30s. <laughs> Wasn't life grand. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what's been going on with me. Very uh, cool. So when do you expect to be able to uh, go out into the adult world again? Um, Three, so two really years? It come- <laughs> Well, right now, what we can do is when we feed the kid, the kid goes down and we have a two to three hour window where we can be adults mm-hmm. because the kid will sleep or be content pretty much for those two to three hours. So, you know, we'll feed her and then we'll go and do grocery shopping. 
and we get home in time for the next feed and she's happy and she stays asleep most of the time. But you take her with you to grocery shopping, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Obviously the, the cats are in charge while we're gone. So <laughs> um, watch the baby. It's, you know, so we kind of plan things into our chunks in that, like when we went up, I think two weekends ago, we took our first trip up to Anna's mom's place for a weekend at grandma's. Mm-hmm. Um, so we fed the kid and then immediately after we got in the car, we drove up and by the time we got there, it was time for her next feed, but she had been asleep through the whole car ride. Nice. It's just a, a little schedule to time things by, and she's going to be sleeping more and more because she's going to be eating more and more. So she'll need to eat less often. Right. Um, so that window will go to a three hour window and then maybe even a four hour, you know, those sort of things. It really feels like you're um, talking about a chia pet or something. It really is. It's a, she's the most complicated Tamagotchi ever. Yes. Um, but then once Anna can start uh, pumping enough milk to do a full feed, then that's the sort of thing where we can go up to grandma's Anna can feed her. We can hand her off and then grandma can do her next feed and we can have four to six hours. Oh, uh, gotcha. Of, of adult time. Go see a movie. Go to dinner. Nice. So that's like maybe a few months away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, uh, just today we said, when I saw the uh, new trailer for Rogue One, I said, that will be the first movie where we leave the kid with your mom and we go see a movie. Oh, well, I am jealous, sir. I really could go for a baby in my life. Don't rush it, dude. <laughs> Don't rush it. Work on a wife first. Well, I'm, I'm one step right in that direction because I did meet somebody a while back, right before Dragon Con, um, and I met her through that Bumble app, which is like Tinder, except the woman has to message you first. Less creepy. Got it. Yeah. And her name is Kate and she's delightful and she is a tall drink of water. She's five foot ten. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the best part is she's a secret nerd. So basically she is in all this nerdy stuff and all of her friends are too cool for that. So she's so excited to have somebody like me she can share that stuff with, which is really cool. Uh, but for Halloween, I think we're going as a, a couple's costume of Don Japer and Joan from Mad Men. Oh, that's a good match. Yeah, because she's basically built like Joan, too. So I got to put that out there. But, um, <laughs> but she also makes me feel really inadequate because she reads constantly. And I haven't read much since God, it's been years since I read voraciously. So I'm you know, I need to get back into that. I'm trying to read Ready Player One right now, though. Have you heard about that? OK. Yeah, yeah, I know that it's being adapted into a film. Yeah, it's a really good book, and it's tons of references we all nerds get, like about Dungeons and Dragons and all those sci-fi and fantasy movies over the years and video games. So it's it's really cool. If you're looking for a good fantasy book, I'm reading one right now that I would recommend called "The Name of the Wind." The name of the Patrick Patrick Rothfuss. Hmm. I'm really enjoying. What's it about? Um, it's sort of like a really dark Harry Potter. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a really dark Harry Potter. <laughs> the adult years. Uh, uh, it's about the, a kid who is with a traveling theater troupe and um, his entire troupe, including his mother and father, are murdered oh, by this mysterious kind of force. Uh, and then he spends years living on the streets and then finally decides that he's going to go to um, basically a, a, a college of magic, but it's more than magic. It's, you know, science studies plus magic. That's awesome. Um, and it's him trying to, to research this force that killed his family and eventually seek his vengeance and that sort of stuff. And it's really, I'm enjoying it. How'd you find out about it? You know, like Amazon top 100 fantasy sort of stuff. Oh, nice. That sort of thing. Uh, that, and the, the other book I've been reading is, um, Orson Scott Card, the nutbag that wrote my favorite book ever, Ender's Game. <laughs> yes. 
Um, for years, I've been saying I would really love for him to write books about the two wars that happened before Ender's Game. Right. He makes a lot of references to them, a lot of histor- historical references, but we don't know much about them. Well, him and another writer finally started writing these books. And so there's three books for the first war and three books for the second war. Uh, and I've been really enjoying those and sort of it's something I've wanted him to write about for 30 years. And he finally did. Nice. They're all brand new. Yeah. Brand spanking new. That's awesome. Well, you're getting a lot of time to read then, I guess, while you're sitting there by the baby. Yeah. Reading or, you know, when you're just trying to fall asleep. Yeah. For those two hours in your living room. Have a book in front of you and five minutes later you're out. Yeah. <laughs> well, very nice. It's time for Nerdy News. So, uh, my my story for this week, uh, of course, I named it, is called Don't Blow It. And uh, it's about bees. So, male honeybees... only have sex with a queen one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has sex with like 15 drones. Um, and since they only got one shot, they climax so hard that their junk literally explodes off oh. inside of the queen and they fly off and die. That's all that always happens. That happens every time. No. And they just fly off and die somewhere. Uh, oh God. <laughs> And they and it's not so this their junk exploding off and the queen doesn't stop other males from from going after her. All it does is it keeps their semen in. Wow. Um, but it's not meant to compete compete with other males. It's just meant to give their genetic line the best chance. That's crazy. But they, yeah, they literally they're just their their junk just explodes. <laughs> so they die after that. Yes, they they fly off and die that pretty quickly. Must be some afterwards. good sex. <laughs> it, it would be. And then, so this is not nerd news, but this is a weird article I found, and I'm not even sure what to do with it. Okay. Um. So it's on like one of those clickbait kind of sites. It's actually called Clickhole. Oh, I've seen Clickhole. Yeah, lots of ads all over the page and everything. Yeah, ads everywhere. Um. And so this this caught my eye, and I was very intrigued, and then went and was very disappointed. Um, so the, the article is beautiful. Here's what women, here's what the Muppets would look like as women of color. Oh gosh. Okay. And I thought, okay, so maybe they're going to make some sort of correlation between one of the Muppets and, and, and a, you know, a famous female or a female politician or something. Uh, and it's just, so it's like Kermit. We all know Kermit is a smart mouth frog, but he is equally stunning as a tall and proud African-American lady. And then you scroll across and it's just some random African-American lady. What the hell? And she's not even like in a Kermit costume or something? No, no, no. And I thought it was going to be like a smart interpretation of like, here is a a, a local congresswoman. Right. uh, Who leads her community has really brought, you know, some sort of correlation that that would make this individual Kermit. And there's nothing. That's horrible. (laughs) It's just. Uh, Yeah. Miss Piggy uh, is a Muslim woman. Once again, with no explanation. Okay. Uh, Who says Fozzie Bear can't be a can't be black and a woman you scroll across and it's like a 70 year old black woman no explanation as to who she is or why she's fuzzy and there's a whole article like this what the hell statler and waldorf are replaced with two 20 something african-american women okay once again with zero explanation i thought maybe for statler and waldorf they'd pick um you know some some prevalent um like black female comedians or um satirists or something like that but no just random people 
Or if they're not random, they don't do anything to tell you who they are. Uh, and the Electric Mayhem is um, replaced with a African-American um, gospel choir. Now, is there any kind of uh, resemblance by accident or unfortunate resemblance? None. None at all. The closest one <laughs> is that Beaker is replaced, uh, you know, Beaker in his lab coat and everything is replaced with um, what I, who I believe is an Indian woman or probably Middle Eastern descent. Um, what looks to be a lab technician in front of a microscope. Okay. But that science is the only connection that seems to have between any of these. Can you send me this uh, ridiculous it, it is ridiculous. I saved it from like m- two months ago because I was so confused about what it was. <laughs> Here, I'm saying to you right now, I want you to look at it and I want your impressions on it. It has a slider so you can slide across. But yeah, you scroll across. And see the resemblance of nothing. But do you recognize, like, maybe I'm an asshole, but do you recognize any of those women? No, that, I look like they're Shutterstock photos, like. Right, they look like, yeah, they look like uh, from, like, corporate, you know, brochures. As a strong, proud Hispanic woman, Sam the Eagle is a role model of young girls of color can look up to. And it looks nothing like him or any, it's just a stock photo of a Hispanic woman. Right. I mean, the one, like, with Gonzo is just mean. Like, why would you compare anyone to Gonzo? Yeah. Like a like a fifty year old Asian woman. This is Gonzo. Are there comments on this? Oh, there's. Oh my God! No, <laughs> Nobody understands. There's no. Yes, comments. there are comments. Uh, not on there, but on, I think on the Reddit post I found it on. See, <laughs> uh, comments. Nobody gets this it. This is what we bring you, listeners. Strange crap like this. Yeah. Uh, play on nerds. So that was. It's not even ner- nerdy news, but it was an article I found, and I was so just confounded. <laughs> hey, it's uh It's Muppet. I didn't related. know where else to bring it. It was Muppet related. That's true. I didn't know what else to do with it. It was so bad. So in the time you were talking about that, I found yes. this crazy, unusual story. So oh. from one of my favorite websites and podcasts, MysteriousUniverse.org, uh, writer Brett Tingley wrote about this strange U.S. Air Force spacecraft that spent 500 days in flight. And they've not talked about it at all. And it's not like a paranormal thing. It's just it actually happened. Um, it's called the X-37B. And it's fully autonomous. So there's nobody on it, but it's been okay. it's spent the last 500 days in flight and no one knows why. No one knows what they're testing, uh, but it just came back and it has apparently experimental electric propulsion systems. But it's amazing that it's able to spend 500 days in space and then come back down, which is incredible. It's over a year, uh, but no one knows anything about it. They haven't been talking about it. Yeah, so maybe that's the next the next evolution of satellite technology. Maybe it looks like a small version of like a real small version of the space shuttle, basically. But there's no one on board. Okay. You can't fit anybody in there. So strange. Just a little bit of the weird of the week here. Yeah, there's some weird stuff going on, mm-hmm. including Muppets that look like women of color. Apparently, yeah, apparently <laughs> I was so blown away. I didn't even know what to do. If someone wants to explain to me. Like, maybe I am being insensitive. It is very possible. <laughs> I don't get I'm very tired. what it's supposed to be. I don't get it. I don't get what it's supposed to be. <laughs> it could have been a very well-formed article with great comparisons, and instead it's nothing. It made no sense. Well, something else I wanted to talk about, which is right down the line of pop culture and nerdiness, um, is 
all of the shows that are coming back now, and I've now realized that now that I'm working a lot now, because we, we took those two months off, I took advantage of that time just to like completely focus on work and making money. And so that's why Play on Nerds has been a little quiet. Uh, thankfully, we've had Jerry Herrera, who's still writing articles for us and reviews of TV shows that have been out, like um, Preacher and Fear of the Walking Dead. And now yeah, he's been getting a, we've been getting a lot of clicks from that. Yeah. And Westworld as well. He started reviewing that. I really want to watch Westworld, but I've, I've been enjoying it. So oh, far. you've seen it already. So what have you thought? The first two episodes. Good. The first one was a little bit weak. It was pretty much proof of concept. Mm. Didn't get much further beyond that. Um, I honestly think they could have started the show with the second episode and no one would have been worse off for it. Huh? How's Anthony Hopkins in there? He's not, he's an almost non-existent. I figured cause he's yeah. too big of a star, <laughs> right? He's getting paid more than anyone else. They're putting him in as little as possible. And he's like sitting half the time. Probably. Yeah. He's like, but Ed Harris is in it and is sort of, sort of a villain. Um, you don't really know what he's up to, but he's been doing a really great job. The man in black. Um, yes, exactly. But yeah, so far so good. It's not quite what I expected, but that being said, I haven't really seen the originals, so I'm not sure what I expected. Right. I watched the original forever ago, the Westworld movie, the first one with Yul Brenner. Uh, but I remember it being kind of interesting in a sci-fi way, but because it's actually Michael Crichton wrote it. Same guy who did, uh, didn't he do Jurassic Park as well? Yes, Michael Crichton, Jurassic Park, uh, my favorite show growing up, ER. ER, yeah. He, was- he does a lot of good, he does good technical writing. So that's, that should be good for a sci-fi show. Yeah. Yeah. Good source material that they can completely ignore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so these are all the shows I'm watching or trying to watch. I'm behind on almost all of them. So okay. I, I've swallowed, bit off a lot more than I can chew. Uh, Mr. Robot, The Last Man on Earth, Once Upon a Time, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Big Bang Theory. I know. I shouldn't be watching that anymore. Uh, Gotham, terrible. Gotham, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I mentioned that already. The Flash, mm-hmm. Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Supernatural. <sighs> I think that's it. <laughs> and soon, is wrong with soon you? Walking Dead's coming back. And yeah, Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I'm also watching. So I don't, I'm not going to now that I'm actually working is what I was saying is that I don't actually have time to watch all these shows. Before I would just goof off for hours and watch TV constantly. And like now I can't. So I'm going to be, I'm behind on all these things. It's going to be horrible. I'm going to have that I think fear of us, missing out. Um, American Horror Story. Mm. We've been enjoying the new season of. I'm behind two seasons um, on that. The hotel was pretty good. Hmm. I enjoyed it. Uh, I better than Freak Show. Freak Show was terrible. Didn't see that one either. Oh, good. Yeah, just just avoid that one. Skip it. <laughs> um, we're also. I'm. I'm looking forward to Walking Dead coming back. Oh yeah, it's a big one. Uh, I've been reading up all the theories about who who is killed and who's coming back, and love watching people argue with each other about camera shots and shadows. Oh yeah, that's, none of that's going to matter. I don't think. It's real good. Who do, you think, who do you think bites it? Uh, I think it's going to be both Maggie and Glenn. Maggie and Glenn? A pregnant yeah. Maggie, no less. I, I think it's going to be both of them. Wow, that's quite a, quite a guess. I am of the very unpopular opinion that it's either going to be Daryl, because he's actually getting a lot more offers for roles now, and I think he might be wanting to leave the show. Fair. And they'll piss off everybody, but it'll be a big move. Or it's going to be really boring, and it'll be... Uh, Cutlets, what's his name? The red-haired guy. Oh, Abraham. Abraham. And the, no one will care. <laughs> so that's, those are my two guesses. Right, right, right. It's going to be like Abraham. That's my fears. It's going to be Abraham or Eugene. Yeah. Someone we really don't give a shit about. <laughs> like, oh, no. But died. I don't think they can do that. No? I don't think they can do a cliffhanger and, and not kill off someone major and have their audience continue to trust them. True. 
Because, like, why did we care? Wait, wait so much for that? That's no big deal at all. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out. I gave, we gave up on Once Upon a Time last season, or two seasons ago. I really want to give up on it, but it's the same thing as Big Bang Theory. Once I start watching a show, I can't stop. I have to finish the moment it to the Pete, end. This, this season with Peter Pan, we have tried to watch it no less than three times and given up each and every time. <laughs> It has gotten worse and worse. There becomes a point where it just gets so confusing and there are so many plots going on <laughs> and so many characters with independent interests that I just can't even, I just can't do it anymore. And everyone is related somehow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like lost, but no one thought of it about it ahead of time. <laughs> well, just, just like lost then. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no one thought about that ahead of time either. We have to get back to Neverland. Like it's all the same thing. <laughs> Hopefully this was all in purgatory as well. Yeah, it's all a dog's dream. Let's see. Another something I have been waiting for actually came out today or yesterday. Uh, Mascots, the new Christopher Guest film. Oh, I love Christopher Guest. Is it a film or is it a series? It's a film. Oh, okay. But just a Netflix sponsor. It's film. a Netflix. Yeah. Okay. It's got a lot of the, the people that you love. Um, and the best part of the entire film is that uh, Christopher Guest makes a cameo as his character from Waiting for Guffman. Yes, I did hear about that. Corky. It is so... It, it is just a great cameo, a, a great, great cameo. I need to watch that. Wait, so you have seen the uh, film already? Yeah, we watched it earlier today. Oh, gotcha. When we got back from the doctor's appointment with the baby today, that was the first thing we watched. How's the baby? Oh, she's good. Good. She was a little, they were worried about her weight at first because she is, I mean, she's a petite lady. Yeah. Uh, she came out at six pounds and babies lose anywhere between eight and 12% of their body weight in the first week. Wow. Their stomach isn't big enough to take in the amount of calories, so they burn off the fat that they've been storing up in the womb. Oh, no. And then it's after the first week they start putting on weight, but she was already so little that they were worried. Right. About that. Well, she's petite. She takes after her mom. She is. She's itty bitty. She really, yeah, she does. I hope she she doesn't look like me. Dear God. (laughs) Imagine a girl version of me running around. Don't don't unleash that hell on the world. I've met your family. Some of your cousins. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I know you have but yeah she's doing great uh the doctor today so because of that we had to wake her up every two hours to feed her oh wow had to we had to get her up we had to get uh like eight to ten feedings a day oh jeez. uh and dr Perrick wanted it more on the 10 side so that meant a couple three hour naps but mostly every two hours um and today dr Perrick gave us the go ahead to uh just let her sleep hmm. she'll wake up when she's hungry and you'll know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She'll let you know. Uh, so now we may have a chance of getting larger chunks of sleep. Nice. Yeah. I'll just keep getting better and better. Yeah, it does. But yeah, baby's fine. She's doing great. Awesome. And you'll have a lot of time in the next couple of weeks to uh, watch a lot of TV shows. That's right. <laughs> well, you'll be back to work, actually. Never mind. Uh, I'm back to work on Monday. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, one TV show that's everyone's talking about, of course, is Luke Cage. Yeah. Out now. I enjoyed it. Um, I've seen up to episode six or seven. Or, I think me too. Maybe maybe eight. Right. Maybe eight, I think. Um, I think I've got two or three episodes left. But what do you think so far? So far, I like it. Um, I like that it's sort of, it's it's not too dark, but it's not too comical. I like that it's sort of treading that middle ground nicely. Right. And I think it really does play up on those um, black exploitation films of the 70s and stuff and the shaft and even the music and some of the the silly like corny lines and sweet Christmas and all that stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, and he says yeah, the whole, like too. the whole no, no cursing jar is like a, a fun bit that keeps me. Yeah. I enjoy that. And really good characters. Um, I mean, it hasn't grabbed me like the other ones necessarily have. Like my favorite so far is Jessica Jones. 
Yeah. I don't know about I thought you, but that's my favorite. It's just it was the noir and just her character was so she's so bitter and a, and a badass. And I love David Tennant. And those are all going to unite in some series called The Defenders. Yeah, I believe. The Defenders. Uh, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Daredevil, maybe. Mm-hmm. And did you, did you see the trailer for Iron Fist? I have. I'm not sure what to think of it yet. Yeah, and I, I know people were like angry because why is this white guy playing, you know, a martial arts master? But that's the way it's been in the comics. That's who he is. He's a white dude in the comics. Um, yes. But yeah, I don't know anything about Iron Fist whatsoever. And I think it's going to be odd putting in like a mystical ninja with, uh, I don't know, Jessica Jones and Power Man. But Luke Cage, <laughs> who knows? We'll see how it works out. But yeah, so far, I, I've really enjoyed Luke Cage. Um I like that the villain didn't end up being the villain. I'm not sure if you've seen that part yet. I have, and I think I, I um, spoiler alert for anybody listening. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> but yeah, because they play him up and they're like, oh, I guess he's kind of the same kind of kingpin type of villain. That's you know, not a very you know wild choice. And then they flip it up on its side and he's dead. It's like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> It's, it becomes his cousin, the corrupt politician, is running the show. Yeah. Oh, and I love the. So you've met uh, Diamondback, right? Yes. Uh, the the uh, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Otis, maybe Curtis. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Curtis. I like him I a lot. Though. He's got like a really low voice and very smooth and very creepy. His eyes are always wide. And he's talking about Bible verses all the time. It's just how like, he kills people. He's a character I don't quite understand yet. Yeah, like him and Luke played football together or something back in the day, and then oh, then I am ahead I, of you because you'll you'll see some more of that. They explain. Okay, it is weird. It's very very interesting. But yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, so far so good. I'm excited to see more. I just hope they're not saturating it too much, like having too many of these things, because then they're going to have a Punisher series too, apparently. Yeah, so. so there's like four shows you have to follow, and then the Defenders, and then each one gets another season. It just it can go oh, on and on. And there's Agents of that S.H.I.E.L.D. That being said, I'm sure these actors are just like, money, money, money. Let me rub it on my body. <laughs> yes. And apparently Netflix won't disclose their numbers of how many subscribers they have or how many, how many people view their shows. But they're mm-hmm. somehow raking in tons of money because they're like putting out millions and millions of dollars of content in the next couple of years. Uh, like original content. So they're doing something you, you right. You want to know how much money they're making? Let me put this in perspective. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock just uh, broke a comedian record by getting paid $40 million to do two specials for them. What? $40 million. My God, can I have one of those? <laughs> just, I, just a half. I don't yeah. even need a whole one. I'll take a half of one of them. That'd be fine. Um, but yeah, that's how much money they're making. That they can support that and make all this original content, make original movies that are really good. Yeah, and they're not beholden to any sponsors, so like they can make whatever they they make they can make good content. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not reliant on what studio executives are saying because it's like we're not worried about getting in theaters, we're not worried about sponsors or or, or time slots. We just want to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's the one thing I really appreciate about their shows is like, yeah, some of them are 45 minutes and then some of them are 55 minutes and some of them are just over an hour because they decided that's how long this episode needed. Yeah, to be. every episode is different. That's true. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's how long we needed to tell the story. So that's how long it took. It's like, yeah, it's done there. I don't want to cut any more out. <laughs> so should we jump into some trailer reviews? Let's jump into some trailer reviews. <laughs> Yeah. 
Here to play on Nerds, we have developed an interesting rating system to bring to you our ideas on the trailers we're about to review. At the low, low end of the scale, we have Burn It, where we think you should find every copy you can get your hands on and throw it into a barrel fire. Kill it with fire. <laughs> and our next step is Drunk Watch, which means that, yeah, I'd watch this movie. It'd be entertaining if I was under the influence of some kind of substance of some kind. But if I was sober, probably not going to check this thing out. No, nope, not going to see it. Next, we've got We'll See, which is maybe we just don't know enough about this movie to tell what the hell it's going to be. Could be good. Could be bad. Not sure. Eh. And our next category would be Get the Couch Ready, which means I'm definitely going to check this movie out at home. Wouldn't necessarily pay the big bucks to see it in theaters, but I'm definitely going to watch it at home. So get that couch ready. After that, we have Take a Look, where we are recommending for you, our viewers and listeners, to check out this movie and check out the trailer and tell us what you think about it. We, we wanted to see what you guys think. It looks pretty good, but we're not quite sure yet. Yeah, take a look. Yeah. Let us know. And for our final and best category, we have Shut Up and Take My Money. Shut up and take my money. This looks so awesome. We're going to see it. That's where we cannot wait to give Hollywood bigwigs all of the money that we have earned at work to go see a film for $47. We're so excited. We just have to go see it. We have, we don't have a choice. And that is our A Play on Nerds official copyrighted trademark system for rating our movie trailers. So I really enjoyed this Power Rangers trailer. Me too. Yeah. Saban's Power Rangers. I'm not sure why legally they have to yeah. be very specific about is, it. Are there other Power Rangers we don't know about <laughs> that aren't by Saban? I don't know. But yeah, I, I did notice that they or Saban. They're very specific in the titling of it. So something legally is in place that they have to refer to it as that. Just to remind me of my screw up. You know, I don't think we're ever gonna understand each other. They're gonna come here every Saturday just to graduate with all these other weirdos and criminals. So, this is where you come every Saturday instead of practice. Tragic. <laughs> hey, it's a restricted area. Uh, guys? There's something in there. Uh, Dilly, what are you doing? Guys! What is it? Somebody should have pointed that out. Wait, I did. You know something happened up there, okay? I'm not the same. I'm strong. How strong? I can say these strong. I feel like we need to go back up there. I'm gonna jump across with her and then you jump. Piece of cake. Let's go. No, 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 go. don't jump. Jason! That's not a piece of cake! Killed Rangers before. It's happening. I mean, I was worried that they were going to go too dark with this movie or too silly. I don't think they could have gone too silly. I think if they went real silly, it would have been fun too. But uh, I think they have a good mix. It looks like it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. I I like kind of how dark it looks. It doesn't look too teenage angsty yeah like some of the characters the might be more I, angsty than I, others right well the, the thing that you have to remember is that original power rangers wasn't geared toward teenagers so there wasn't a lot of teenage angst there wasn't a lot of um there was very little romantic inclination it was for kids yeah not for teenagers. yeah like you know kimberly and tommy made out from time to time but it wasn't that wasn't the crux that wasn't the main part of the story oh kimberly because it was for 10 year olds oh yeah oh damn right kimberly <laughs> my puberty started with kimberly <laughs> <laughs> um yes that's accurate pink ranger um 
Mm, pterodactyl. But, <laughs> uh, oh, you were turned on by the pterodactyl, were you? <laughs> yes. That and uh, the triceratops. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's also, also big. Um, I like they're not showing too much. Um, I don't know yet. I think there'll be one more big trailer that'll really show what's going on. And right, and show some of Brian Cranston as the floating head. Yeah, Zordon. Mm-hmm. And he was involved in the original show, so that's even better. That's right. He did a voice for something. Yeah, like two two different villains he was right. voices for or something. Like now, somebody did a great comparison. They said this trailer reminds them of a mix between Chronicle and Breakfast Club. Yes, that's accurate. <laughs> and I loved Chronicle and I love Breakfast Club. So, so yeah, there you go. For me. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Uh, what do you think of, um, uh, what's her face? Elizabeth Banks as uh, Rita. I, I like her. It's hard because for me, Elizabeth Banks is a comical actress. Right. And they've been very clear that this is really not a comedy. I mean, she seemed to be taking it seriously when she was floating above that girl on the bed. Right. right. But for me, it's one of those like you took a comedic actress and put her in this very kind of serious role. I'm not sure how you want me to take that. Yeah. I mean, maybe she just really wanted it. Yeah. Who, who knows how serious it's going to stay? I hope it has a good amount of comedy because it's a silly concept. Oh, yes, it's a silly concept. Now, mind you, I think we're going to get that through, like, the Rangers. Because there were a couple funny lines with, like, the nerdy, I guess, Billy. Mm -hmm. The the nerdy kid and, you know, the sassy one. Oh, the cops are coming. Someone should have said something. Oh, that's right. I did. Like, (laughs) I hope that's not the only place they get comedy from. Yeah, it can't be all dark. And how are they going to do? Are they going to do the silly, like, kaiju battle uh, style things with, like, fighting giant creatures? Or are they going to get that out? They better. They absolutely, if the Zords don't show up, what the hell is the point? <laughs> yeah, I guess Sincerely, so. what the hell is the point if the Zords don't show up? So what do you think the chances are, percentage-wise, that this becomes a franchise and a success, like multiple movies? Um, I don't know if they're going to hit their audience. Mm. So here, here's my thing, is that their audience should be, so us who grew up with it, who would go see it and would want our kids to experience it, um, most of us, our kids aren't teenagers. Yeah. Our kids are eight and nine and 10 and younger. You know, even our, you know, our generation who had kids at 20, their kids are only 10. Right. So to make it a more teenage movie seems like not a great call. And they may miss their, that built in audience that they could have had. But there is still Power Rangers like to this day on TV. Absolutely, different iterations. but they're still, but they're never been geared for teenagers ever. But like, so people, but kids that are teenagers now, they still grew up with a form That's of power. Rangers. There's like weird that ones, like true. jungle Rangers and weird stuff they've come out with. I don't know. That's right. So I don't know. I don't know how popular yeah, it's been since we, because yeah. I know how big it was when we were kids, but I don't know if it's still been that big all, ever since. I know they've had TV shows, but have they been successful? Yeah. No, you bring up a really good point. They must be making money or they wouldn't keep making Right. Them. That's true. But they have like six different series. Like, I don't even know what they're called. Like Turbo Graphics FX. Zio. <laughs> Nat Geo Rescue, Rangers. Emergency. <laughs> DuckTales. I'm pretty Hello. sure it's one of them. Danger lurks behind you. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm going to give this one a we'll see. Because I think in one more trailer, we will have a very good idea what this movie's going to be like. Yeah, and I think um, give it a take a look because it impressed me that much. I'm like, this is worth taking a look at. I will say that glimpse of the power, the power armor right at the end really it floated my boat a bit. It looked good. It wasn't crappy CGI. Oh, and the other thing that makes me want to see it is um, uh, Alpha 5, the robot, is being played by Bill Hader. I did hear that. 
And that I love him, and Alpha 5 is such a ridiculous character that I'm so excited to see what the hell he does with it. And he's now played two robots, because he did the voice of BB-8. Really? Yeah. Oh, I guess I did know that. He was in a booth doing random noises for BB-8. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to pick him to do that, but I guess maybe they're friends, him and JJ or something. I don't know. That's right. It's ridiculous. All right, so um, what's our other one? Uh, the other one is John Wick 2. Oh, Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Tactical. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. How good to see you again so soon. You have no idea what's coming. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? Whoever comes, I'll kill them all. The man, the myth, the legend. John Wick. You're not very good at retiring. I'm working on it. Um, this one gets to shut up and take my money. I'll just start with that. Before we say anything about it, Me it too. gets to shut up and take my money. Because the first one, if you haven't seen it, is so good. Now, I didn't realize how good the first one was going to be. So I waited until it came out on DVD in quotations. Me too. Um, I, I found it. It fell off a truck. And... Uh, I watched it like, oh, why didn't I see this in theaters? This is amazing. <laughs> right? God, it was Spectacular. Good. If you have not seen John Wick, take the time to see John Wick. If you like the Bourne movies and you like Taken. Um, but with more le- comedy. Lethal Weapon. If you like any of that genre, see John Wick. You will love it. But I think Lethal Weapon's more close to what you're thinking because like Lethal Weapon was also funny, but like great right. action. But there's he's so serious, but ridiculous situations <laughs> and like. He's so brutal with his violence that it's almost it is almost comical because he's, he's ridiculously good. But and it's it's even more comical because it's, be, you know, they killed my dog. <laughs> I have to kill them all. And then they stole my car. I got to kill them all. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the reason for him killing them all this time? I wonder maybe this cat. I don't know. He's back in the game. Like that was sort of the idea of the last oh, film. Was yeah. like he's back to his old tricks and he's back. So. Maybe it's a job gone wrong. Maybe it's someone who knows he's back in play and doesn't want him back in play. Um, but true. either way, Keanu does a lot of his own stunts, a lot of his own gun work, a lot of his own fight work, and it really adds a level of integrity to the movie that is just awesome. It makes it look more real. And that's something that someone commented on another podcast listened to, that the first one was so good because unlike every action sequence in movies these days where there's a thousand cuts for every one second of, of action, so you can't even tell what the hell's going on. This movie is kind of like um, a lot of other older action movies where they just stay on the person. The camera's there. It's not cutting a yeah. thousand times. So the action feels more real. And like you said, he's doing his own stunts and everything because he learned actual real kung fu when he's doing The Matrix. And he's always stayed up with it. Um, and also, Lawrence Fishburne is in the end of the trailer. So they've reunited them from The Matrix, which is kind of cool. Damn right. <laughs> I saw him playing like a, a grandfather on Blackish, that TV show. I'm like, you don't belong there. You belong kicking ass somewhere. That's right. 
Now he belongs where the paycheck is. That's where he belongs. That's true. That's true. Um, but I'm going to see this movie. It looks spectacular. I'm excited to see. They basically said it's much more about the sort of um, the sort of underground world that you got a glimpse of that has its own currency and its own set of rules. Right. And regulations. And, and you're going to get to see a lot more of that. And that's what I'm excited for. Absolutely. But yeah. And also the patchy beard of Keanu Reeves. It's so patchy. <laughs> I still need to see Keanu, which is about with Key and Peele and made a movie. It was pr- it was pretty good. It did have I will admit it had some genuinely funny moments in it. It was very predictable. Mm. You're not going to be surprised by anything, but there are some very very funny moments throughout. Well, it was their first movie, so that they wrote together. So maybe there it was kind of them feeling out how they can be writers for movies and stuff. So, but was it kind of based off of uh, John Wick? Uh, ish. Ish. Yeah, if you like Key and Peele, you're gonna like most of that film. Well, I do like Key and Peele. So if you I'm like, there. yeah, if you it's it's basically a very extended version of one or two of their sketches. Gotcha. But yeah, I, I loved it. So yeah, see Keanu, see John Wick, then go see John Wick too, <laughs> and then check out Power Rangers. Maybe it's fair enough. Uh, another fun, cool thing: uh, the Fraggle Rock is being remastered and is coming back to HBO. Really. Not new episodes, but they're remastering the old ones. Because I saw so something I'm, about it coming to HBO, and I f- assumed that meant they're making something new, but oh, they're just remastering it. Not, I, from what I can tell, it's not going to be new. Gotcha. Uh, it's, I mean, those shows are so freaking expensive to make. That being said, Netflix got money now, and they're willing to throw it around. So that being said, they are doing that Julie's uh, Green Room show. What's that? Um, it's, oh, yeah. I think I talked to Julie Andrews, um, and it's a show about her trying to encourage kids to get into the arts. Gotcha. It's going to be Julie Andrews and puppets. Yeah, that'll be cool. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party. Uh, we did have a comment on our last episode. So 65, so two months ago, two months ago, uh, first, Michael McGovern said, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on Star Trek Discovery. I uh, yeah, I think I talked about it a little bit, but I'm excited about it when it comes out because it's going to be they actually postponed Star Trek Discovery because everyone's like, how the hell are they going to start it in January? They haven't even started filming it or casting it. So they've delayed it to May, I think now, um, which is a good thing because like they couldn't finish it well in that amount of time. But that'll be exciting. Female commander in charge of that. It's not the captain, but commander. Um, Daniel Hitch said, uh, just finished this episode. Sorry to hear about the studio. In England, the car lights to signal a turn are indicators. That's what they call them over there. Uh, that's right. I vaguely remember that. And on that, it was funny to hear the pet peeves. The people not listening peeve was particularly pointed, especially now my son has discovered Minecraft and will literally switch the conversation to creepers slash diamond axes and crafting when it has, not- when it has nothing to do with being discussed two seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Sounds about right. I have friends my age who play Minecraft and would probably ignore you all day. So that's not just a, a kid thing. But yeah, so that's a little bit of our feedback there. We always appreciate that. And now that we're actually back in business, uh, feel free to email us and we'll talk on the show. We'll read your comments live. Email me parenting tips, whatever you want to do. Yes, email parenting at aplayonnerds.com. Parenting. <laughs> or don't fuck up the landing at aplayonnerds.com. Uh, and our post reach is down 683 this week. So we got to get our ship back together. <laughs> yeah, we got to start post stuff again. <laughs> oh, well. 
But anyways. We, we can post that, that article. <laughs> oh, yeah. That really almost borderline offensive article. That makes no sense. I'm not even a woman of color, and I'm, like, offended by how simple and stupid it was. It just feels wrong. It could have been a great article. Yeah, you could have had maybe you uh, Photoshop people look like that or something, but no. Or choose, you know, Dr. Bunsen Honeydew and choose a woman of color who is a prominent scientist. Yeah. And explain why, as opposed (laughs) to, here's Beaker and an Indian woman in a lab coat. They have no journalistic integrity. None. It is clickbait. So <laughs> They're called clickhole, so that kind of makes true. sense. They are called clickhole. You knew what you were in for at that point. Uh, so yeah, that's us. We're back. Thanks for coming back with us. We're sorry we kept you waiting for so long, but we're happy to be back talking nerdy stuff with you every other week or, you know, whenever we can make it happen. Absolutely. And thanks for listening continually. We appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, as always, we've been your co-hosts. You've been our listeners. Come back again for more nerdy fun. And uh, thanks again, Internet. Stay nerdy, my friends. If you'd like to find out more about us, you can always check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash aplayonnerds. Or check us out on Twitter and Instagram at aplayonnerds. We're also streaming live game content all the time on twitch.tv slash aplayonnerds. Fun videos and stuff to check out, youtube.com slash playonnerds. And also please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review if possible because that lets us be easily searched in the iTunes search index for podcasts and that way we know if we stink exactly let us know if you hate us or you love us that's always great check us out at our website www.aplayonnerds.com where all this content can be found at the tip of your fingers and you can also always email us at anything at aplayonnerds.com and then check us out on i guess snapchat maybe <laughs> for dick or, or tumblr <laughs> tumblrs Periscopes. Uh, you could also throw a rock at us with a message on it. Carrier pigeons. We accept cassette tapes. <laughs> I love cassette tapes. We just want to hear from you. Yes, please send us anything you like at any social media outlets. However you do it, check us out. And how. How do you feel about cursing in front of the baby? Oh, fuck it. <laughs> She's gonna she doesn't that even up, know man. she has feet until six months. She's not going to know what words I'm saying. <laughs> she literally can't focus more than 12 inches from her face right now, as confirmed by the doctor. She'll be traumatized for life. My daddy oh, We've been watching terrible stuff, too. We're getting it out of the way because we know that once she hits a certain age, we're not going to be able to watch anything good anymore. <laughs> Those images are burned into her mind forever. We're just going to watch a lot of Muppet show. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. We'll be watching like American Horror Story and all sorts of good stuff. Um, oh, I added a very cool piece to my uh, Muppet Stuff collection. We went to a record store. This is a few, just a few days before the kids showed up. I went to a record store just down the street, and um, we looked through their children's section, and they had a record simply titled The Sesame Street Album. It was the first album that Sesame Street released in the, the off, off time right after their first season. So 1970. First season was 1969. Uh, inside comes like a full color book with like activities and, and really cool illustrations. And so it was five bucks and I got it just for that and then got it home and took the record out and found a huge poster uh, that features the original design for Big Bird where he had a little tiny head and was a dumb son of a bitch. Um, and it's like a parts of the body poster, but it obviously had never been 
unwrapped still still with the album from 1970 um yeah it's like and we went out and it's huge it's a giant poster we went out and had to buy a huge frame for it yeah it's hanging up above where the the kid sleeps oh that's adorable um but it's truly they had no idea what they were selling wow i looked it up and the poster alone goes for 75 oh geez and you got for how much uh, five bucks for the poster, the album, and the and the book. Jeez. <laughs> Sweet Christmas. <laughs>